Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 233 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we take a break from our season preview series to react to the, fi- I mean, the resignate, uh, the retirement of Bill Moose. <laughs> you can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals at cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Hit up our guru at 402-770-3356. Hey, Justin, did you know that Monty is a real estate guru? I mean, I heard you say it just there, yeah. Yeah. He's our... I don't really know what guru means. Doesn't it have like religious connotations in some contexts? I'm not sure. I mean, I think that's the origin of it. Yeah. I mean, like, like colloquially, colloquially, <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Um, it's basically used to refer to somebody who knows their stuff. But yeah, as a former religious studies major, I should probably know the etymology of said term. But well, here we are. How are you enjoying your summer, putting Mike? the end of our episodes at the front now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let me ask you, how, how are things for you? I know you went on a little trip with the fam. Yeah, I went out to see the in-laws in Chicago. Uh, good times. It's, uh, while you guys were all roasting here, it was like 20 degrees cooler out there. It was really unusual <laughs> and pleasant. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say it was 20 degrees. I'm like, I know Chicago gets cold, but like... <laughs> no, it was like 86. Mm. And we're looking at it, and I was like, it's 106 in Lincoln right now. Yeah. Yeah, it got pretty hot here, but it's it's not too bad, at least here in Omaha these last few days. So, I'm a little worn out. I feel like it's, um, you know, normally there's a lot of gatherings and parks and, you know, barbecues and get-togethers. Right. And, and it's just all amplified right now because it's all like, you know, we haven't seen... Like, I went to a family wedding recently. haven't seen these people since in a year and a half. So, right. you know, there's even more joy and more celebration and... Uh, Whew, I'm just, uh, I'm tired. Just imagine <laughs> so, what Memorial Stadium will be like in September. No, it, seriously, it's going to be euphoric. <laughs> Wait, so that was a dodge on your part. How's your summer going? Uh, so far, so good. Um, I guess I could, I can share this on the podcast. I received some good news this past week. I went to see a laryngologist um, just about some ongoing vocal issues I've been having. Uh, that may or may not be related to a an axed skit from this podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I got I got good news. Uh, my current situation is I'll be doing some voice therapy for a little while, but my laryngologist, um, just to say laryngologist one more time, um, he 
he told me that my situation, uh, he anticipates a less than 5% chance that I will need any type of procedure done. So, oh, well, um, that's good news. Yeah. So Great. as long as I do some voice therapy and stick to it, which I'm going to, obviously, um, I should be in good shape going forward. So, well, so if anybody news. has been wondering why maybe I'm a little bit more reserved with my voice than you're used to, that's why. <laughs> so, and I'm also looking forward to... Um, this next week I'm, I'm taking off for the fourth. It's my first like extended, uh, vacation, I guess you would call it, uh, in over a year. So I'm looking forward to that. And also yesterday, Justin, Mm. uh, this is good news for you. (laughs) Yesterday was the last Saturday that I will be working, uh, for the foreseeable future. Oh, great. As somebody who has worked every Saturday, probably like 49 of the last 52 Saturdays, um, I'm looking forward to that, especially as it pertains to Saturdays this fall. Uh, I will be back on the Twitter hype train, my friend. It's going to be glorious. It got real old not being able to talk to your podcast co-host during and right after a game. (laughs) I mean, it's great to wait and save the ideas so they're fresh on the podcast, but that was like taking it to the extreme. Well, imagine how I felt. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. And even before that, I was, I was, I had a gig where I was working on Saturdays a lot too. So like, it'll really be like the first time in almost like two years that I'll be able to watch Nebraska football without any, anything getting in the way of it. So looking forward to that. Well, uh, speaking of Nebraska football, yeah, looking I mean, forward to things. Uh. I feel like this is the second time in the last several months where I've come in on a Friday and been like, you know, I really have a lot of work that I can do. Like, I'm going to have a really productive day. I'm excited to just tackle some stuff. And then I like read a headline out loud so everybody in my office can hear Bill Moose to retire. Sources say, what? <laughs> that was my reaction. And you texted me. I was like, what? That's that's kind of sudden like why and you were like i don't know i think you i think you sent me the like shrug emoji (laughs) or the one where the two hands are up like i don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) it really caught me off guard so so actually that that kind of will present i think for us a little bit of our format today uh we're just going to be talking about bill moose and his exit um I just immediately went to several scenarios in my head as to why, um, you know, because like, well, his contract was through 2022, right? At yeah, least. he has a year and a half left. Yeah. yeah. So he had he had time left on his contract. There was no indication before now that he was on his way out or that things were not going well. At least that was my impression. Um, I know I saw on Twitter people were saying, like, things were weird this past week. But, like, okay. Um, So, Justin, I know that you've probably followed this situation a little bit more closely than me. I've been – I kind of had my nose down in some stuff. Um, That sounds weird to say that, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Try not to use my imagination. Uh, Yeah, I've I've just got kind of, like, four bullet points here, some scenarios that – kind of entered my mind pure speculation just kind of where where my mind goes when i hear about something like this that's so sudden and hey, wait, you can, maybe mm-hmm. yeah and I, oh sorry finish your statement oh i was just yeah. gonna say and you can tell me if you've heard anything about any of these scenarios so okay i think that's a great idea but first um i mean just any thoughts on how he's done like looking back before we look forward um 
I guess the best thing he's done is not, like, completely screw anything up. Like, I mean that. Like, I, I don't know. I guess he's he's done a good job of being a public face for the Huskers, I think. I think, if anything, he's he's done a good job of talking the talk. <laughs> you know, getting out ahead of things and representing Nebraska well. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my takeaway is like, I think that he's just been a good face for the program. I think that he seemed to be at least the way people spoke of him early on a good fit for where Nebraska wants to go in the future. So, yeah, I mean, he hired, he hired the guy everybody wanted Mm -hmm. for the football coach. And you know, if things have been a little rocky, but that's not his fault. Um, he hired who everybody wanted a basketball coach. So, I mean, those are two home run hires. Right. Can't ask for much more. Things still need to work out, but they, you know, I, we're, we're optimistic here. I think both are on a good trajectory. Um, Will Bolt just won conference championship. I mean, but for a crappy seating, he could have had, you know, a super regional appearance. Right. Um, so, you know, those are all positive things. He's, he's certainly left an imprint. I know some of the Olympic sports, like there were some changes, um, early on he's he's reshaped the coaching staff in his own image and and to hear him talk i mean he's he feels pretty good about what he's got in place and i you know the the future will certainly bear out whether that's true or not but it you know i i feel pretty good right now i would say if there's one criticism and this is not a reason that you fire someone or you know ask them to retire a year and a half early is he's been a little boisterous a little thumping his chest a little bit you know sure. some comment i think nebraskans are pretty like buttoned down and like to play things close to the vest and a few comments here and there about you know michigan and ohio state running scared things like that like <laughs> things we've like we've had to eat crow as a result of um but then again it's bob devaney was a pretty colorful guy so um i think i would really say I'd, I'd prefer that to the Demeanor of our previous sure. athletic director, <laughs> the Sean Eichhorst yeah, method yeah. of behind the scenes only coming out in front when you're about to get fired. Yeah, right. No, right. I agree. And I, I had the opportunity to shake hands with him a couple times at different events, and he was a very, as you said, a great public face. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. So I think we've agreed that you know he did the job he was brought here to do, and sure, we have no real qualms. So it it did kind of seem somewhat transitional when he was hired i don't know if you feel that way but like i never thought he was going to be here forever i mean he's he's getting up there in years already when we hired him you know i don't know it yeah, makes me I think mean, of like when we hired riley he was kind of like this is one last adventure and then I, he's had like five other head coaching jobs since then but that's neither here nor there wow first riley reference in a while sorry going there um yeah i mean it was a five-year contract and I don't know if we thought he would do more than five years, but yeah. he could have. I don't know. So, okay. So, sorry. I, I just wanted to look back a little bit before we look forward. All right. Sure. Now, let's, what, what's this, what are the, the things that you've heard or, okay. you know, and then, then, you know, I don't know everything. Obviously. Yeah. No, no. I, Everybody I don't who's listening to this to knows know. I don't know everything. Sure. Sure. Or even most things or even, you know, 51% of things. Well, Justin, uh, with as little as you know, it's more than me. <laughs> So, so here's my list. Um, and again, this is just where my mind goes. This is not suspicion. This is not even based on 
any evidence or anything I've heard. It's, it's pure speculation. It's just me kind of wondering out loud, and you can kind of let me know what you've heard, if anything, about okay. these scenarios. So first thing that comes Bring to mind, it. obviously, with any type of position like this, is some kind of financial mismanagement. And, and I will say that when Moose was hired, uh, he, where is he coming from? Washington? Um, yeah, Washington State. Th- there were fans who basically kind of warned us, look out, he might run your program into the ground financially. I don't know if you remember hearing that. Um, uh, no, yeah, I think he did leave there with uh, like a budget deficit or something yeah. like that. And so there were fans who were not pleased with the way he handled things there, from what I remember. And so my mind goes there is like, well, they're doing that big you know, campaign to to rebuild and, and add on to their athletic facilities right now. It makes me wonder if something got turned upside down in that process and they just told him, hey, you totally have botched this. Uh, we're going to move in a different direction. I don't know. That's just a thought. Yeah, I have not heard anything along the lines of financial mismanagement. Okay. The, the uh, you know, the, the COVID it was exceptionally difficult. I think he said it was his most difficult, you know, time in his 40 years. And well, sure. they, they had to uh, uh, furlough a few people and some people lost their jobs. But, um, yeah, I don't think anybody thinks that was unreasonable or out of the norm. And the fundraising that's gone on with the, uh, the Go Big campaign to build this new uh, athletic center, it took a little longer. But, again, COVID, I don't. You know they they're they're building right now. They're breaking ground, and the the new track is going in to replace the track that they've torn up. And um, I have I have heard I have read or heard nothing about financial impropriety. Okay. okay. So you know that doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but I don't think that's sure. It. And yeah, and, and now that you mentioned that, it kind of makes me say, okay, yeah, with COVID, if anything, you could see people being more forgiving for mm-hmm. how things may have gone over the past year or so. So. Yeah, that's a good point. So, all right. Well, the other thing that comes to mind for me is last year was kind of a crap show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it makes me wonder if maybe, like, did the Big Ten give the university some type of ultimatum saying, like, it's time to push this guy out because he caused too much trouble for us this past year? Like, I don't know. I could see politics being a part of... (laughs) <laughs> I think I think that's a little bit too much palace intrigue stuff. I think people like to imagine that stuff goes a little too on, much conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that the Big Ten said to Nebraska, "You ought to do this." It may be the case that I think it's it is documented, and I think Frost has said this that we were the most vocal, and he, Moose was maybe the most vocal AD in the Big Ten, pushing sure. for us to play. And you know, when you put yourself out there, you you spend political social capital um Mm. it may be that you know he burns some bridges along the way internally you know i don't know i don't know the politics of nebraska athletics nebraska athletic department but when you put yourself out there like that uh there was clearly a ton of blowback to the program and i think at the end of the day a lot of people recognized that we were pretty critical in helping things to happen for the football team to play but i don't know you look at you look at an army charging and lots of times those front people, like they make a big difference and they die at a high rate, you know, mm-hmm. like, so, you know, maybe, maybe that is a piece of it. I'm not, I'm not sure I could, I could see that, but I don't think there was any ultimatum from 
Kevin Warren or anybody sure. in the Big Ten. Like, <laughs> if, if we ever find out that there was, oh, man. We left, we left the Big 12 because we didn't like the politics there. I don't right. think that this approaches that. Sure. What else you got? Okay. Uh, well, the the whole Oklahoma game thing, like – there, there's always just kind of been weirdness about how Nebraska was looking at other options. I can't remember was was Moose the one who made the statement, or was it Frost who made the statement about how we looked for a potential additional home game or something to replace it? That was weird, no question. That I don't know how much that plays a factor into this, but that was definitely weird. And the weirdest, I mean, there was a lot of weird elements, the whole thing. But I think the weirdest thing was it took like six hours for us to make a statement. Right. Uh, for a statement to come from Moose. And um, and then, of course, when Frost was asked by reporters months later, like, whose idea was that? He just wouldn't admit it. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some people speculate that and suggest that Moose was caught unaware by that so i don't really know what that means again i don't know politics inside the athletic department i have no insight there but it, that was definitely weird and it was not nobody was bathed in glory that day at the university of nebraska yeah at and, the same uh, time like that to, to me that doesn't strike me as even coming close to like let's have this guy let's force this guy out if that's what no, happened. i mean we don't even no. know like it totally could be he he just decided he's done um, yeah, and and all, I guess no, I'll well, get to that in a minute. Yeah, no, I don't think that's what happened. He's he seems to have made it clear that he was eager to finish out his contract. Okay, okay. But See, he I hadn't told, heard anything about that. Yet. He was told this was a good time to retire, mm. more or less. Yeah. Gotcha. So what what else do you have? Well, that you know the the last one, and anytime something like this happens, people's minds go here. Um, we have had uh, at least uh, a coach. <laughs> leave under the mystery of a possible ethical or moral failure in the past that comes to mind but like i i'm not sniffing that at all in this situation now in like january of 2019 there was a lot of rumors going around about him having a drinking problem enough that like um uh ronnie green i think had to make a statement saying we're good here and he yeah i forgot about that yeah i never drink you know out of what's a beyond what's appropriate so you know there was that that's That's what everybody says right (laughs) yeah that was a weird thing too so there have been some weird things um chatel just had a really good interview with barry alvarez that he conducted before this retirement was announced and and alvarez alluded to politics like he was an uh eichhorst was had one at one time worked for alvarez Mm. and he really liked sean and he spoke about the politics at Nebraska that, you know, and so, you know, I feel like this yeah. is like the fourth time I've said, I don't have any inside information on that <laughs> or insight. So but, you really don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So I, you know, my, my personal speculation is, um, so that happened on what, Friday, the 25th, mm-hmm. um, we're recording on the 27th, the end of the fiscal year for the university is coming up here on the 30th. I bet you that there is a hiring announcement made in the next week or two for a new athletic director and that I bet they had somebody lined up. That's sure. my theory. It's like, why else would you take a guy who's uh, a year and a half out from his his uh, 
the end of his contract and, and just say, you know, you're done. Right. I, it, unless there's, unless you got somebody else lined up, you just don't. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, Nebraska has done enough of like firing people without a good plan. I mean, for Pete's sake. Right. Uh, that's where, that's how we got Bill Callahan. And, um, unfortunately I think Mike Riley was the plan, but it felt like it <laughs> wasn't a plan. So I just, I suspect, and there's been some names thrown around. Ed Stewart is one that people have mentioned a lot. Um, uh, Nebraska linebacker from the nineties on the 94 national championship team and has worked in athletic departments for many years and has been in the big 12, uh, conference office for like a decade or 12 years, I think. So, uh, that, that's a name that's been tossed around a lot. So I imagine, they, I think they said they would do a national search, but you just got to think they've got someone lined up. Yeah. Otherwise, why, yeah. why else do you just quickly retire someone? Right. Yeah, you know, um, hmm. that was kind of the, the the last scenario that I had. I didn't actually put it on my list, but something did occur to me. Like, I I could see somebody, and this is where you can tell me, like you said, you, you've heard about this, but, like, the last thing that did occur to me was, like, man, there are a lot of people who, after COVID, have just decided either I'm done or I'm moving on to something else, you know? And, and so that was another scenario that crossed my mind is maybe he was just kind of like over it and decided to step away because the timing felt right or whatever. But, but you're telling me there's at least been some indication that he was asked to step down. Well, yeah, that seems to be like the, the thing was that he would have liked to have finished out his contract and was told that apparently he had had some contract stuff to talk about with with ronnie green and uh and but then this was uh it sounds like it was maybe earlier in the week it had happened and one of the reporters said that their source in the athletic department said things had felt weird around the office for a while also i guess moose spent a lot of time on his ranch during the pandemic which i mean we all know the pandemic was a time for remote work, so I mean, right. if, if you've got a house in Lincoln, but you're like, happy place is uh, on a ranch, and you have great Wi-Fi, and it's a pandemic, why not be there? So I, right. I don't hold that against him. No, not at all. And, and uh, so, you know, another criticism is that, you know, you didn't go to enough of the games, and he's like, I don't need to look over my coach's shoulders. Like, I, I don't hire people who need that kind of micromanagement, right. so... Um, so just it's just a really interesting scenario and situation and you know hopefully hopefully we get a hire here in the next couple of weeks and uh, you know the other thing the other thing is like there's just so much changing right now there's so much happening um, with name image and likeness launching mm. uh, in like six or seven states here on July first Nebraska has a law in place that takes effect in a couple years but um, we've there's a Wall Street Journal article really great article about the name, image, and likeness programming that uh, is coming out of Nebraska and the College of Business has some really great entrepreneurial activities to support student athletes. And there's a lot of stuff happening. So, you know, I think I, I think Brian Christopherson had a great piece where it's like, you know, now now is a great time to make a change. Like to you've got the guy who made the hires, did what he needed to do. Uh, let's get someone with the perspective to tackle all the new up-and-coming stuff. Maybe instead, instead of someone, not to say he was needing to be needed to be put out to pasture so to speak not that he was like losing his touch but let's have a you know someone who's ready to embrace a lot of the new stuff sure. uh, at the helm and be there for a little speaking while speaking of put out to pasture the little blurb about him on twitter did strike me as kind 
kind of weird. It was like, enjoy retirement on the ranch or something. Is that what it said? Um, yeah. To me, it reminded me so much of like when people are like, oh, we took the dog out to go live on a farm in the country, you know, like <laughs> when in reality they like <laughs> took it to a back lot and <laughs> never mind. Okay, stop. Oh, my children might listen to this. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like it just sounded kind of like a uh, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I thought it could have been worded maybe a little better. He's taken the rainbow bridge. <laughs> Back to Washington, like he's probably there. I think his the last day for him was like I don't know the thirtieth is like the thirtieth, mm-hmm. not the day they announced it. But I think he he gone. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember well, that's when we show had for today. Like, remember when we had like three former coaches still on the payroll all at the same time? <laughs> well, yeah. Someone, one of my friends pointed out, oh, we just had to have someone on the payroll. <laughs> Because, you know, he still owed money, I suppose. Yep. I don't know how retirement yep. works, but right. I imagine he might be owed money. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures right now of the Buffalo, and uh, they've been posting pictures at CN Buffalo 1, which is the Instagram page, of bison calves, and uh, I guess they come out a really light brown. There's actually one down at the uh, Safari Park by the uh, Mahoney exit. Sure that you can see and they are they're like really light brown almost reddish and then hmm. i guess they right here the calves are grown up fast they will go from light brown to dark brown within months of being born we will bring them in from pasture in the fall and they will be completely dark brown so you know why fun buffalo facts why dirt and poop <laughs> <laughs> probably not <laughs> oh gosh they're just dirty give them a shower they'll be light brown again you're funny <laughs> So, uh, yeah, make sure you're following CN Buffalo one on Instagram. If you, uh, if you are on the gram. And of course we also want to recommend Mr. Monty Rody. Um, I don't believe he has an Instagram, uh, but if he did, it would be full of sold signs. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for real though, uh, Monty's a great guy, uh, uh, supports the podcast. Feel like every time we post anything on, uh, on Facebook, he's interacting with it. So if you are on Facebook and you see him interacting there, you could probably get in touch with him that way. But the easiest way is to give him a call. That number is 402-770-3356. And then also you can email him monty.rody. That's M-O-N-T-Y dot R-O-H-D-E at prglincoln.com. Hey, he's also on LinkedIn. There you go. You can Check get out. linked in with him that's that's what linkedin is for yep so if you don't want to text or email or go to his website you could go to linkedin there you go all right i'll talk to you later mike go big red go big red the husker football fan podcast is an unofficial non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only the views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them the husker football fan podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the nebraska cornhuskers or the university of nebraska